them your Philly defense We're gonna get that ball in the back of the net Bring back the right to strike and get down Bring back the right to strike and get down Too much of the wealth is going to profits Not enough to going in the workers' back pockets There's a way to turn this state of affairs round Bring back the right to strike and get down What did they think was gonna happen? Your dead shit people were just living in impoverished bliss What did you think was gonna happen? Your dead shit people were just living in coverage, please. Hello and uh, welcome to Workers Power, where you're with Bill on uh, 4ZZZ. And the time is 10.08am. And you just heard, uh, we played two tracks there. Uh, Billy Bragg, There Is Power in a Union. Pretty much an anthem for the union movement. And, um, well, an anthem for... for uh, and then an anthem for our show, Break the Rules by When Our Turn Comes. So, um... Uh, welcome everyone, it's day after May Day um, I should be nursing a hangover today But uh, due to um, um, due to the, the, the uh, uh, changes we've had lately uh, oh, I'm, I'm very healthy, very very ready to go But uh, it was wonderful to see uh, uh, lots of people trying to get online Or workers get online for uh, to uh, show solidarity um, We might talk about that a little bit later but, um, well, I haven't said thank you to Art Cut, another fantastic show. Um, they will be back with you uh, next Tuesday at 9am. Um, on today's show, we've got, I've got plenty of workers' actions. Uh, what have I called it here? Um, in, what did I call it? Uh, this week, Bill delves deep into a few reports of workers standing up and fighting back. Right, and well, no, I'll work through a few of those later. Um, and of course, uh, the, the world famous Scallywag of the Week. Now, there's a bit of controversy in this one this week, so be sure to stay tuned. That'll be in the uh, second half of our second hour. Uh, but please stay tuned. I've got some uh, awesome music lined up, uh, mainly new stuff. You just heard an old one there with Billy Bragg, but. Uh, um, yeah, I'm, well, I've got one quite old one, which is a request from myself. Um, but, uh, yeah, lots of uh, banging new music of, um, yeah, a few of the songs of uh, people writing about the times. All right, first, and as always, uh, we acknowledge uh, the traditional owners of the land from which we broadcast, the Yagara and Turrbal people. This land was stolen, never ceded. We pay our respects to elders past, present and emerging. We stand in solidarity with First Nations people in their struggles for recognition, reparation and land rights. Right, on to some First Nations workers' action. Now, there's been some uh, uh, revelations down in um, the Supreme Court of Victoria, so we'll go through that. Um, the Victorian Supreme Court Prima Facie finds state in breach of prisoner rights. Um, this is a, 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 a by Madeline Heyman Reber of NITV News. On Friday, the Supreme Court of Victoria made a decision that the Victorian government has prima facie breached its duty of care for prisoners in the state's response to the COVID-19 pandemic. 
The issue came to light when a prisoner sentenced to Port Phillip Prison with severe health issues had his case presented to the court by the Fitzroy Legal Service and the Human Rights Law Centre. The FLS team argued that the prisoners were at high risk of infection and even death if if the virus were to enter the confined environment of a prison. The FLS argument included the presentation of expert evidence that COVID-19 would spread faster in a prison than in a community. The ruling stated that the evidence presented by the prisoner provide a sufficient basis when taken with the absence of a risk assessment to establish a prima facie case that the defendants have breached its duty of care to him which exposes him to risk of significant injury. Senior lawyer at the Human Rights Law Centre, Monique Hurley, said it was a win for the rights of people behind bars in Victoria. Everybody deserves to be safe during a pandemic, but prisons are overcrowded and have substandard hygiene practices at the best of times. Right now, they are a COVID-19 tinderbox, said Ms Hurley. Ultimately, the Victorian government should be looking to responsibly release certain groups of people from Brisbane. From prison. Well, Brisbane feels like prison. Sorry for that, that for par comrades. Um, Release certain groups of people from prison. The evidence is clear. Once COVID-19 enters a prison, it will spread like wildfire. The case has provided new hope to those fighting to have Indigenous prisoners released during the global and national health crisis in attempt to prevent black deaths in custody. The court's decision on Friday follows the release of an open letter from the families of Indigenous people currently incarcerated or who have had family member die in custody. The letter was posted to the Aboriginal Legal Service web webpage and in partnership with the National Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander Legal Service is called to action for all Australian governments. We know that our people are more vulnerable to contracting and dying from COVID, the letter reads. We fear that a black COVID-19 death in custody is only a matter of time. The risk is compounded by the mass incarceration of our people and the high rates of Aboriginal deaths in custody. Far too often, our people have died in custody because their health issues have not been taken seriously due to racism. Prisons are not safe. Consequently, our people at risk, our people are at risk during this pandemic and must be released. The letter goes on to make recommendation under recommendations under three main points to get mob out of prison stop criminalizing mob during the covid-19 crisis and to support indigenous prisoners transitioning back into the community 
40 people have signed the letter, including the family of Tanya Day, who died in police custody in Victoria in 2017. Ms Day's daughter, April Day, a strong advocate for prisoner release, told NITV News on Friday that prisoners are not safe from the virus in jail and should be immediately released. The prisons aren't equipped to deal with a global pandemic and the safest option is to have them release our mob. Otherwise, if they don't, it's pretty much a guarantee that we're going to have more Aboriginal deaths in custody, she said. While the Supreme Court ruling has renewed the group's hope, it is yet to receive an official response from government. Yeah, great story. That's why we read it out in full there, comrades. Um, uh, yeah, workers, um, you know, First Nations workers standing up there fighting back uh, against the, the government with the uh, assistance from uh, legal groups. So um, some some great news and uh, hopefully we see some uh, action from the government from that. All right, another story. Addressing racism, key to better health outcomes for mob. Another NITV news uh, story here, comrades. They've been doing some fantastic work. So we thought we'd, um, you know, uh, share the news, share the love. New research from the Australian Healthcare and Hospitals Association, Diebel Institute, shines a light on solutions being implemented across the health sector, as well as highlighting gaps in current race discrimination law. Australia's first Aboriginal dentist, Dr Chris Burke, who co-authored the page, said many of the health disparities faced by Indigenous people could be linked back to racism. The raw facts are that Indigenous Australians have at least six times, in some age groups up to 15 times, the incidence of end-stage kidney disease as non-Indigenous Australians, Dr Burke said. Yet we have one quarter of the chance of receiving home-based dialysis and one third the chance of receiving a kidney transplant. There is documented evidence of Australian, uh, Aboriginal and Torres uh, Strait Islander peoples receiving poor, poorer healthcare outcomes when treated by non-Indigenous healthcare organisations and health professionals. To address those poorer outcomes, the paper says four key areas need addressing cultural safety, institutional racism, national safety and quality health standards and a race discrimination law. The paper argues that current race discrimination laws focus more on individual action and do not adequately address systematic racism. Our laws do not engage with broader notions of equity, which looks to distributive justice and fairness, the paper said. This limits the law's usefulness as a means to address the very large healthcare disparities, including kidney disease treatment, endured by Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people. Meanwhile, Queensland Health is regarded favourably by the research team for its work in addressing institutional racism, specifically its partnership with Queensland Aboriginal and Islander Health Council and proposed legislation which could see better visibility of Indigenous people in the health system. Great stuff there from Queensland Health. Um, we're, We're always the first to um, have a go at uh, the Queensland Labor government, but 
That said, we're always first to praise them when they're looking after workers. So uh, we wanted to uh, add in there that uh, Queensland Health have been uh, doing uh, quite, um, you know, they're at the moment um, country's best practices or, or the nation's best practices, but there is a, still a long road to go. Um, the disparity of um, lifespans between First Nations workers and uh, all, all the rest of us is, is, is quite remarkable and uh, anything we can do to uh, close the gap, as they say, um, is, is more than welcome. Right, well, I'm going to... That's enough of me. It's a fair bit of talking, a fair bit of um, reading there, but two good uh, stories from NITV, um, from, from their... their uh, their news page so uh get in there and uh, check out nitv i'm sure they'll be on facebook and, and and all the other social medias and um educate yourself on uh first nations workers standing up and fighting back they do a wonderful job there so shout out to them and uh thank you for uh, uh letting us plagiarize your stuff um so we'll move on to um we'll, we'll move on to some first nations workers track and uh yeah you're with uh Workers' power on uh, four triple Z. Cause I just wanna move, and you can come too. Yeah, that's me plus you. So tell me what we gon' do. Cause I just wanna move, yeah, you can come too. And one time for the crew. So tell me what we gon' do. You heard it all before, but I can't find a floor And that I can't ignore, wanna know who you are You probably get this all the time You welcome the decline Since the minute that I seen you, baby, girl, been on my mind Conversation, R&B, I'm rotating I'm gonna take my shot, no curve, no hesitation Finesse, perfect placement, my moves are tight And I know she approved, cause the mood is right She the energy, I need to make it through the night And we're dancing like there's not a single soul inside She drinks a little, but tonight she's a sober type She loves to speak her mind like it's open mic I pray to God that this club don't close tonight I never met a woman like it, she a prototype No disrespect, you just one of a kind Got me sprung and you ain't even trying, no lie I just wanna move, So tell me what we gon' do Cause I just wanna move Yeah, you can come too And one time for the crew So tell me what we gon' do Gonna kick it when we get back home You know I got the good fun, put you in the zone Cause it's all about Netflix and chill Wrecking out my phone bill Every love song got me caught in my feels Talk no more door, door, I'm broke no more dog Marga let you come na nina nito yaka wargo yun na Mala rally to reminding me to na Just the simple things, living it up There is nothing that is better than love I'm just a phone call or text away When it's time to go, it's late in the day But you wanna stay Cause I just wanna move So tell me what we gon' do Cause I just wanna move Yeah, you can come too And one time for the crew So tell me what we gon' do
one to the K and the beat goes So, will I be there, will I stand up, yo The degubbification It's time to back burn off this dead wood We call a nation Free pass for us as the higher class Status idle no more desire task Never let 60,000 years pass I'm homeland security So get your right mask Fight for cultural heritage purity Cause you're dying fast All I ask is the buttons and titties to act now No matter your background Trailblaze new tracks now Take truth to the blackout I'm from the front line I'm yours in the cause I pause for the forces Forgotten casualties of wars Lest we forget the fallen First Nation vets For you I dedicate my utmost respect Because It's time for some Time to unite It's time to rise Let me decolonize your mind It's time for some Time to realize heights The limits of the sky It's time to fight for your rights It's time for some Grab the peace Demonstrate in the streets First Nations this time Let's play for keeps It's time for some Ain't nothing sweet Your fate to those who bring the heat Be prepared to taste the defeat It's time for some action Action In brackets physics An attribute of the development of a system I don't feel the market Some act right You will see this black fight Against injustice and inequality This movement's going to the north And the south To the east and the west Wherever we need To invest the message to clean Up this mess Lyrical act Never the streets I protest Till I can reach All of the rest So I can speed up the progress Yes Crucial process I'm in it to win Not for myself But for my children Diminish lives of sin The question is where to begin Cause it's a long hard road Like the Millerway Highway Uphill carrying a heavy load Already gonna shed it while they spy Looking at the educated cultural man in practice Black magic Didn't want to hit him with a little bit of Maury madness It's tragic Once again Mr. Gitter done The elimination of competition just begun It's done It's time for some Time to unite It's time to rise Let me decolonize your mind It's time for some Time to realize heights The limits of the sky It's time to fight for your rights It's time for some Grab the beats Demonstrate in the streets First nations this time Just play for keeps It's time for some Ain't nothing sweet You'll fight to those who bring the heat Be prepared to taste the defeat It's time for some Where's the action? Show me the action We need some action You know It's what time, time it is Where's the action? Show me the action We need some action We need See this black fight against injustice and inequality Till the bell gets up, act right, not front to back time I'll be soldier till infinity In front of me lights, cameras, yet I'm infamous I'm known by many, Camilla Rivera-Y, yep I was raised by many, homeland Roman, my game is Benny Betty, Betty, action speaks louder than words and words I got plenty So I speak to the masses And I reach all the classes We're but a small portion of the human race But who's the fastest? My people gotta do more labor So watch out when we're gathering Leave them like what's this happening? When the movement happens It's time for some action Time to unite It's time to rise Let me decolonize your mind It's time for some action Time to realize heights The limits of the sky It's time to fight for your rights It's time for some action Grab the peace Demonstrate in the streets First nations this time Just play for keeps It's time for some action Ain't nothing sweet You'll fight to those who bring the heat Be prepared to taste the defeat It's time for some action So there you have it
Another room for 11 production It's time for some action Your big butter DK I done did it again It's time for some action Unite Rise Decolonize It's time for some action Unite Rise Decolonize It's time for some action And welcome back to Workers Power, where you're with Bill, and uh, you just heard uh, two tracks. Um, uh, first one up was uh, Move, uh, the single by Backer Boy, a brand new single. And then uh, there was also um, local artist DK, uh, Time for Some Action. Righto, uh, I've been quite enjoying that um, DK stuff, and... Uh, um, really, really uh, great activists who's um, uh, been involved out there at uh, Deeping Creek. So, um, yeah, we, we're more than happy to uh, play that, uh, play play his stuff. Um, so, yeah, there's some good stuff happening there. And also we got uh, our good things in strange times. It's a community directory full of support for local businesses, resources and you during resources and during these strange times you can find it online at fourtriplez.org.au forward slash good things this week we're spotlighting some health and well-being services who are here to help support your mental and physical well-being during these strange times should you or a friend need them these services are all free and available 24 7 okay so um yeah, we've got a few few there I can go on to a little bit later, but I, I, I might break this uh, a little bit up with a, with a, a song and then uh, we'll quickly come back with some more um, workers' action. You're on Workers' Power. <laughs>
Welcome back to Workers' Power. You're with Bill. And, uh, yes, you just heard uh, Interesting Times by uh, The Stress of Leisure. It is very interesting times. Um, and uh, here on uh, Workers' Power, um, we're, we're getting all the way through and I've been working hard uh, and the team have been working in the background. Uh, um, but uh, we're all looking forward to getting back together and being in the studio and... Uh, and uh, having a bit of variety is a thing, rather than hearing uh, my voice uh, for two hours, uh, plus the music. But that being said, just quietly, I do. there are some fans and there are some people who actually quite like my voice on the radio for two hours. I don't see it, but... Um, yeah, so uh, we're going to move on to some workers' action. And um, so I've uh, got a story here. Uh, diverse communities across Australia have been volunteering their time and resources to assist those struggling during the coronavirus, um, as reported by Abby O'Brien from SBS News. Behind the doors of a closed business in Western Sydney is just one example how of how the coronavirus crisis is bringing out the best in Australians' diverse communities. On a usually bustling shopping strip in Lakemba, the large roller doors of Nagris, Kebab and Chicken are firmly locked shut. From the outside, it appears abandoned, but inside there's a flurry of activity. Every day for the past month, a small army of volunteers from Sydney's Bangladeshi community have been quietly working to feed hundreds of international students who have lost their jobs as a result of the pandemic. There are 12 volunteers working with us every single day and they are cooking fresh food and packaging it, said uh, said volunteer Norman Shaman. The restaurant, like so many, has been forced to temporarily close as a result of the coronavirus crisis. Rather than let the space go to waste, 
The owner has allowed the team to use his kitchen to cook up to 200 meals a day. Head chef Chomon Ram, who lost his own job, has been working for nearly 30 days straight. Mr Ram said all of the ingredients are donated by the local community. I love cooking, he said. I cook a different meal every day. Chicken biryani, chicken curry and rice, vegetables, eggs, namalaya, Talakuda, a lawyer, drops in most days to help package and distribute the food. This is the time to show the greatness of being Australian, he said. When the pandemic hit, the Hindu Council of Australia set up a national hotline to assist those in crisis. Say Parevstu, the council's director of community services, said the hotline was designed to help all Australians who are struggling both financially and mentally. We, are, we set up a, a line and we are pretty much doing the whole country across every Tate territory and state, he said. The large-scale national response offers a broad range of services, including the delivery of basic grocery supplies to families and students in need. We make 40 to 50 kits on average per day, but on a weekend we might make 60 to 80, Operation Leader Jakamuna Sadananda said. More than 2,000 meals have been distributed across the country since the beginning of April. Each day, local delivery truck drivers, who are also volunteers, are deployed to various locations in capital cities including Melbourne, Sydney, Adelaide, Perth and Brisbane. When we deliver, they literally are in tears and they say that if you had not come today, we would not have had a meal today, Mr Sandananda said. Those in regional areas, including Townsville, Cairns, Newcastle, Wollongong and Armidale, receive their grocery bags via the post. The hotline also offers medical services for those unable to afford a GP visit. The brain surgeon, Dr Prashanth Rao, is among a string of doctors who have been volunteering their expertise. We want to support the community in terms of physical and mental well-being, he told, he said. We, we write scripts, other flu shots, if they can't afford them. We are also conducting yoga classes on a regular basis on Zoom and other activities such as baking classes, craft, so that we are all keeping ourselves occupied. Psychologists have been conducting counselling sessions over Zoom and other Virtual platforms, volunteer Raul Jetty said those with investment properties have also been putting up their hands to help provide accommodation for people who can no longer afford their rent. Solidarity to that. He says they ha- they've housed up to a dozen people so far, including struggling single mothers. Developers said we have properties that are vacant and you can use them. Well, that's 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 great to hear. How great to hear! That's the first I've heard of it in in uh, during the crisis. So, uh, yeah, hence why we're we're reporting this this story. 
So um, there's also been family-led responses. Each Saturday, Sydney biomedical engineer Rashid Sheikh and his family have been walking at 6am to cook up a waking at 6am, sorry, comrades, at 6am to cook up to 40 meals for international students who have lost their jobs and are ineligible for government benefits. These university students, how are they going to pay their rent? At least I can provide a free lunch on a Saturday, he said. Rashid, his wife and two sons have been distributing the meals for the past six weeks and they don't plan on stopping until a pandemic is over. Solidarity to Rashid and your family. Um, fantastic work from, from the community there and, and uh, you know, standing up for themselves, getting organised and, and, and fighting back. So... um. Yeah, that's some, some good stuff from them, and uh, I think I might uh, go to a track now. I'm, I think I'm ready, nearly ready to go. No, I'll have to go this way, and uh, we'll, um, we've got some Thelma Plum to play for you. Uh-huh. Yeah. I never hesitate to burn a bridge Sometimes I just remind them what a furnace is And with the burners lit it feels like the perfect gift I can see the future, figure out what your purpose is You're like a bird and want a certain tip And the icebergs lurk and I pull the curtain on a virgin ship You ducked out while the work was thick So now I point out to these clowns where the circus is I am what you pretend to be that might offend you But I've been through my end you with no one to avenge you Friends come and friends go that fucks with your mental When tell us just benzos and endos in your friend zone So don't ever call me lucky You don't know what I done, what it was, who I lost or what it cost me My next meeting's kinda frosty it's cause you've been taking too much time trying to watch me And you're too busy watching me When you need to watch yourself Choose your words more carefully Play the hand you're dealt Cause you come around with your own mouth Don't be stupid, I'll say Cause you come around with your own mouth Don't be stupid, I'll say Yo Never hesitate to burn a bridge I lift a pint glass and watch the right start when the curtains lift On the right path to end up in that wrong place With the Reaper, in deeper than Dante's Yes, Aching in my chest is what I'm living with Youth incarceration's my privilege On the card since I was a youngling Paul Kelly with the big belly did them dumb things I hit 20, they said he might be lucky Yes, the funerals are beautiful and life is ugly Brothers and my sisters, love them and I miss them Stuck within the system, can I get a witness? I get the feeling that me breathing is a bonus But if I'm taking anything, I'm doing what they've shown us So when you call them and you wonder where the cops be It's cause they're taking too much time trying to watch me You're too busy watching me My brother, you gotta watch your health 
When they come around, you better watch yourself My sister, you gotta watch out for me I'll watch for you while you're watching police My niece, my cousin, my nephew Understand that your fam will forget you You gotta get up, breathe Get up, breathe Get up, breathe Get up, get up And you're too busy watching me When you need to watch yourself Get up Choose your words more carefully Or play the hand you're dead Welcome back to Workers Power. Where you're with Bill on Four Triple Z One Hundred Two Point One FM, and uh, we just played. The, now, I, I read it the right way. It was Thelma Palm f- featuring AB Original. <laughs> I see you. So, those who thought that it's a, uh, <laughs> it's a um, AB Original featuring Thelma Plum, no, no, not here on Workers Power. It's Thelma Plum. Featuring AB Original. All right, and their, their song, I See You. Right, uh, we'll move on to some more uh, workers' action. Now, um, once again, we found another um, great story here. Um, and now, this one is from Overland. Now, it's a, it's a great... Uh, let me see. If, Overland is a not-for-profit magazine with a proud history of supporting writers and publishing ideas and voices often excluded from other places. Well, that sounds a bit like us here. On a Workers' Power, so we, we want to share this as well. We've, uh, we've shared some stuff from Overland before. We, we think it's a great uh, publication. Uh, get in there and check it out. I'm sure if you just Google um, Overland, um, you, you will, uh, it will come up. Uh, now, I know Sam Warman writes for them. We featured an article of his uh, a while ago and, and even had some giveaways uh, um, from from him, so uh, they're doing some great stuff. I think the majority of them are down in Victoria, but uh, I know Sam Warman is, and um, yeah, they're doing some great stuff. And uh, here's another another great story. It's a it's a long read, comrades. So uh, um, settle in, um, kick back, and uh, I'm about to uh, uh, give uh, give you the struggle of the invisible essential worker. All right, many of us take the convenience of buying groceries from supermarkets for granted and wouldn't think twice about how those goods got there or who may have helped them get them there. It's out of sight, out of mind. However, the tens of thousands of workers, warehouse workers across the country who are undertaking backbreaking and grueling work to get those groceries there have come to understand how important they are. Sebastian, I'm going to call him Sebi. All right, Sebi, a pseudonym for a Coles distribution centre worker, says that before the coronavirus, many warehouse workers thought their job was pretty mundane and we're just in it for the financial reward without much enthusiasm. If you're on the pick, that means you're picking heavy boxes of groceries all day. 
often weighing over five ki- 15 kilos each. You're listening to the headset, which tells you where to go, which products to pick and how many. Then you go to that location and put those items on a pallet for a store. You then confirm your pick with the headset headset and wait for the next instruction and repeat over and over again. Workers can pick over 1,500 kilos of goods in one day. That's a lot, comrades. One and a half tonnes of goods in one day. Equivalent to the weight of a small car. According to Sebastian, they go home totally wrecked with sore shoulders, sore knees and a sore back. The job takes a huge physical toll with many sustaining injuries. Everyone understands that there's only so long they can do this job before their bodies will give in. Even though the nature of the work remains the same, the warehouse workers' perception of themselves has changed with the arrival of coronavirus. Those that may have absented themselves occasionally are now turning up to work, Sebi says. Now we know we're essential, we know our skills are really valuable. We know we've got, we've got to turn up to work so people get fed. Now there's a sense of urgency and commitment. We've gone from pawns to queens. Despite their growing sense of pride and understanding of their own importance, these workers face an invidi- invidious paradox. Their company has continued to pretend that they are invisible and dispensable. Nothing illuminates this more than the disparity between how the company has responded at its public-facing stores where customers' perceptions are critical versus how it has responded at its out-of-sight warehouses. At the stores, customers have seen perspex screens and sanitizer at checkouts, floor markings to outline appropriate physical distancing, a surplus of signs and staff wearing gloves and masks, whereas the out-of-sight warehouses, Coles was slow to react to the coronavirus and reluctant to take on change. Well, I can tell you uh, from my experience, comrades, that uh, they were quite slow. I thought this store was about Woolworths for a little bit there, but they were very slow in the stores, um, evidently, slower in in the back houses. This is notwithstanding the fact that the risk of contracting the the virus are the same as at the stores where people like Sebi are going to work every day with 500 to 700 people who have been down the same aisle, using the same machinery, touching the same goods and are putting ourselves out there to feed the public. It's not a stress to imagine a warehouse potentially becoming a coronavirus hotspot, as was the case for the Qantas baggage handlers in Adelaide, placing not only the workers themselves at risk, but also their families and households, and potentially causing a massive disruption to supply. Yet it took Coles 14 days to buy sanitizer all while the company was making huge profits from panic buying, Initially, management seemed more interested on getting the goods out to meet the astronomical demand than on enforcing physical distancing in the workplace. When the sanitizer finally arrived, it was not placed at common touch points such as the entry turnstiles or on machinery that is shared. Only one wipe was provided to each employee for their machines. 
No deep cleaning took place, and the headsets, which are worn close to the mouth, nose and eyes, were not being properly sanitised and cleaned. All the while, Sebi and his co-workers were pleading with management to take swift and decisive action, backed by the health and safety representatives, the union delegates and the union, but management, especially senior management, were detached from the situation, with many having the luxury of working from home. In what has been a classic emperor with no clothes moment, these managers, along with all the other high-paid executives, lawyers, accountants and consultants held in high esteem by some section of society, are now seen as entirely non-essential by the workers. Management failed to grasp their sudden fall from grace as they naively thought that they could ignore the workers and their requests for basic safety measures for two weeks. The health and safety reps used their powers under the OHS Act to call a cease work, whereupon the workers left the warehouse for the safety of the car park. When local management got wind of this, they tried to suppress the action with intimidation. Workers were physically restrained from leaving while others on their way to work were forced to go in. They were told the action was unprotected and threatened that they could lose their jobs. Despite the threats and intimidation, over 200 workers stuck together and ceased work for six hours. Senior management recognised the severity of the problem and engaged in discussion with the health and safety union reps health and safety reps, union delegates and union officials. The workers were able to secure some good improvements with the company committing to release health and safety reps on paid time to ensure enforcement of the 1.5 metre physical distancing rule. The placement of sanitizer at more location, the supply of more wipes provided along with proper cleaning of headsets and the deep clean of machinery as well as commitments to purchase thermoguns so that workers can be tested for symptoms of coronavirus prior to entry. With the wind in their sails from this success, along with a growing understanding of their importance, workers are now setting their sights on some more ambitious goals. They're asking for two weeks special paid leave in the event that they are required to isolate due to coronavirus or care for a member of their family due to coronavirus infection. They see this like Cole's competitors Woolworths did as not just an entitlement issue but also a safety issue because as Sebi says if workers don't have any entitlements, don't have special leave and can't financially come to cope with not working then that's a dangerous place to be in because they are going to come to work. Given the level of danger they are facing, Coles workers are also seeking danger money in line with what is being provided to essential workers in the United States. They know the company needs to look after them because if they don't look after us, then we can't look after our, the broader picture. And they know Coles can afford to provide better pay and entitlements, but as with basic safety measure, it's not going to come without a fight. Well done to those workers. It's a great story. I wanted to highlight um, the story now um, with Coles. Now I have some experience with Coles and uh, they don't like um, elected uh, um, health and safety reps because they've got powers to shut the stores. They don't like that. Um, I've, there's been many a time where 
um, I, I, working at Coles, I, I seen stuff that if I was the health and safety rep, which I probably should have been, um, I could have shut, shut the store down easily, easily, many, many times. I could have just shut the store down and said, no, we're not working until that's fixed. We're not having customers in there till that's fixed. So, and that is the power of the health and safety rep under the OHS Act. So, uh, yeah, if um, anywhere, if you, I was going to say, if you work at Coles or if you work anywhere and uh, you haven't got a health and safety rep, an elected health and safety rep, well, contact your union and uh, let them know that. Uh, uh, you want a health and safety rep and you're prepared to put your hand up, you know. That's the way it happens, comrades. If you want power, you've got to uh, um, move into uh, positions of power and this is this is one way to do it and ensuring uh, safety is uh, uh, adhered to in our workplaces. Righto, well, um, well that's, a, that's a great story, big read. I hope you enjoyed that. Um, you can see more about Overland, more read more about that on Overland. Uh, plenty of other great stories in there for you. But I better go to a track, and uh, and um, I'll be back after the break with. Uh, well, I'm on to International Workers Hour, so uh, you're on Workers Power for Triple Z.
And welcome back to Workers' Power, where you're with uh, Bill on uh, 4ZZZ 102.1 FM, and you just heard Extended Heavy by Good Boy. Right, oh, I'm moving on to uh, some um, international uh, workers' action now. Um, um, that, that's our, our local workers' action that we're going to report on. It's very quiet out there um, because of COVID and uh, also a lot of the focus uh, was on uh, uh, Labor Day uh, last week. Um, so um, we'll, we'll move on. So we've got some, uh, some great international workers' action that we can report on. Um, I'm going to go this story first. Trump has meat workers dig their own graves, invoking the National Defence Production Act to keep plants running. As reported in The Guardian, meat workers in the US have disproportionately, disproportionately been affected by COVID-19 as safety practices have come into question. The Guardian even goes so far as to claim that it is an example of Trump's contempt for the working class health and well-being. In an order to in an order taken recently, Trump has had meat production remain open, overruling many safety-minded governors. No safety-specific requirements were applied for meat factories, despite the industry showing concerning numbers in outbreaks. More than 700 workers at the Smithfield Pork Processing Plant have contracted the virus, with commentators stating that the plant cares more about the speed of production over the safety of its employees. According to the United Food Commercial Workers Union, more than 2,500 meat workers have caught COVID-19 and over 50 have died. An injury to one is an injury to all, comrades. The invocation of the Defence Production Act is the inverse of what the Act is for. Instead of having the plant producing goods it normally wouldn't or at speeds which are unprofitable, Trump has used the act to keep workers working unsafely so capitalists can continue to, can continue to profit. Trump is pressing Congress to pass a liability shield to protect the companies from any future lawsuits after the virus ends. Shame. Shame. What a... He's really showing his true colours at Trump amid this crisis, and and um, the working class of, Ameri- of America are going to pay. So there were the workers over there, and an injury to one is an injury to all. And fifty have died when this story was written. Um, I'm sh- that was yesterday. I'm sure there's been more, and and there'll be updates in, in around that. So. Uh, yeah, just Google. If you want more details, Google uh, US meat workers or where's that union? United Food Commercial Workers Union. That's the one. So get in there and uh, find some, some more stuff out, comrades. And um, good story, good reporting from The Guardian. And uh, we, we, go, we go as far as you and to claim that it is an example of Trump's contempt for the working class health and well-being. Right, I think I might break it up with a track. I'm trying to uh, um, 
uh, trying to mix it up a little bit for you, comrades. And uh, I've got I've got a couple of requests from myself coming up. These are these are my personal faves. So uh, uh, sit back, and get back, <laughs> sit back and get ready to rock and roll. That's when I'm a little bit home with a wife. I don't want that. Bother. No, in the morning, order. Is she punk? Yeah, I got to give some love. Understand?
And welcome back to Workers' Power, where you're with Bill on uh, 4ZZZ 102.1 FM. The time is 11.15am. And uh, you just heard uh, some uh, 90s uh, brilliance. Uh, we went way back and now uh, my memories were, were, were running wild. And I actually seen these two bands play together, which was amazing when the tour was announced. Uh, it was. It started out with uh, John Spencer Blues Explosion and uh, Blues X Men, and uh, there was uh, Kim Salmon and the Shrillist with a non-stop action groove. Righto. Oh man! Shout out to Danny who's listening and rocking back and appreciating the the nineties music. How uh, we slip some in every now and again. Um, and uh, I, I seen a request. I went and had a look for it. Sorry, Ryan. I, I'll have to. F- it's not on our database, and unfortunately, with me here on my own, it's very difficult to uh, pop into the uh, library and, and 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 grab some. I did want to play that track, Ryan. Um, maybe another day for when the team's back in full action. Right. I want to some more um, international workers action. And um, uh, this one is uh, Las Vegas Union demands sick leave, quarantine pay and better protections against coronavirus before casinos reopen. Shutting down the businesses that make Las Vegas a multi-billion dollar gambling and entertainment hub has dealt a crushing blow to the state and idled tens of thousands of workers. But with dozens of... dozen members... Dead. I'll start that again because it's important. But with a dozen members dead and others sickened, the powerful union representing Las Vegas bartenders and casino employees, culinary workers, is not pushing for a fast reopening. Instead, the union is negotiating hard for safety measures and paid leave for workers sidelined by the virus. If I go back too early, I won't be able I won't be able to be alive to work, said Oli Stewart, 59, a cook at Harrah's Las Vegas Hotel and Casino. When it's safe for everyone, I think we should go back. The high stakes negotiations between the 60,000 odd uh, member culinary workers local 226 and Nevada's storied casinos echo talks taking place across the United States as workers try to protect themselves and businesses and politicians scramble to save the bank accounts of the U.S. billionaires. So far, the U.S. has more than a million confirmed cases of COVID-19 with more than 63,000 dead. And that was written at the time of... uh, um, This was written, which is... Well, before yesterday, so that figure may have changed. Culinary workers is asking casinos to pay employees who are idled by the pandemic and provide six months' worth of health coverage to those who are laid off. The union is also asking for paid sick leave and quarantine time to those who are ill or exposed to the virus. It wants enhanced cleaning for the casinos and training for the employees who will have to use harsh chemical cleaners to sanitise gaming areas, guest rooms, kitchens and other areas. It's a very, very tough situation for these workers. Geo Sonda, 
Aguela Clean, Secretary Treasurer of the Culinary Workers Local, said. They have fears of losing a family member, the fear of getting sick, and over that you have to be worried about getting your bills paid. They said, unfortunately, they unfortunately stop short of threatening employee walkouts that could disrupt reopening plans. The discussions in Las Vegas will likely leave the gambling hub, as with many parts of the country, a different place than before the virus hit, with plexiglass separating dealers and players and waiters possibly donning masks in restaurants. Well, um, good to see their, their unions in there fighting for them. It's a, it's a tough battle. As you heard before the break, Trump, Trump just does not care. Uh, he's more worried about getting, getting the country, you know, making money. He's, he's business, business, business. And so down Las Vegas where, where it, it, the whole city revolves around money, doesn't it? You know, so, um, but good on them to, 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 you know, you don't fight, you lose. So uh, solidarity to those workers out, out in uh, Las Vegas. Right, oh, um, well, it's time for another track and uh, we, we'll be break. I've got, got another international workers action to go. So uh, if you're hanging around for Scallywag, it's still a bit to go, but please stick with us. We're playing some, I've got some pretty cool tracks. I'm, I've gone a bit over time. I'm, gonna, I'm having to work, work out which ones I'm going to take out of the list. To, um, but, you know, we'll, we'll see how we go. Um, this one uh, has been a regular on, on Workers' Power, so we, we, wow, we want to play it again because it's such a great track.
And welcome back to Workers' Power for Triple Z 102.1 FM. And the time is 11.29. And you just heard the rum song by the Broken Girls Club. I like that song. Uh, just as a dis- disclaimer, I am a rum drinker and uh, it's quite an apt uh, song. But uh, I did mean to slap you on the back of the head. Right, and before that, uh, there was... Um, uh, there was uh, Slut Power by uh, Glitterous. Um, another great track and regular on uh, 4ZZZ and Workers Power 4ZZZ. So uh, that's a band that we're uh, very, very... They were about to do a, um, a show um, here in Brisbane, um, I think, uh, with other... I'm just trying to remember the, the other... There was some other... Uh, uh, bands on there it was a great gig lined up, and uh, unfortunately had to be cancelled. Hopefully that one. Oh, it had Dick Lord on the on the uh, bill as well. How good would that be a show? Please reorganise that show if you're listening, powers that be at Dick Lord and at Slut Power. Um, we we at the Workers Power will uh, will be there. 
And we'll we'll um, we will uh, uh, advertise. Well, not we will we will let everyone know when it's happening. Um, so yeah, and uh, now we're going to move on to uh, just one more thing in uh, international uh, workers' action. Um, this one it's a, it's a little bit left field for us, but uh, we thought that it was a good story to tell. Uh, we picked it up from the Financial Times. Um, so a vice president at Amazon Web Services resigns over whistleblower firings. Righto, here we go. A senior software engineer at Amazon has quit in protest at the firing of whistleblowers who had raised concerns about the safety of the online retailers' warehouses during the coronavirus crisis. Tim Bray, a vice president and top engineer at Amazon Web Services, the retailer's cloud computing division, said on Monday he had resigned after having escalated concerns through the proper channels and by the book. I quit in dismay at Amazon firing whistleblowers who were making noise about warehouse employees frightened of COVID-19. He said in a blog post, Amazon said it had no comment to make on the matter. Mr Bray joined the company's Vancouver office in 2014 and worked on its so-called serverless architecture. He was previously employed by Google um, and uh, he he worked on the encryption service Open Keychain and has been an outspoken on issues of social and environmental justice in the past. In 2018, he was arrested after protesting against Canada's controversial Trans Mountain Oil Pipeline, while last year he was one of um, thousands of signatories on an open letter calling for action from Amazon on climate change. Unprecedented demand for online shopping during the pandemic has prompted the company a world leader in e-commerce and cloud computing, to hire 175,000 new warehouse workers in just under two months. However, Amazon has been accused of putting employees in danger by not slowing the pace of their work or providing them with adequate protective equipment. Surging sales have also come at high costs with the company last week warning that it expected to spend $4 billion on COVID-related charges in the second quarter of the year. But many still argue the company has not done enough. In Italy, workers have gone on strike at several distribution centres in the north of the country, protesting against unsafe working conditions and a lack of information about infected colleagues. Just over a week ago, the French government ordered the Amazon to only ship essential items until it could ensure sufficient health and safety measures were introduced in warehouses. In the US, where unions are weak, (laughs) well, they are, Amazon has fired several workers who were behind protests and walkouts organised to draw attention to concerns over safety. Chris Smalls who in March organised a workout at an Amazon fulfilment centre in New York, as reported here on Workers' Power at the time, was fired by Amazon for violating social distancing guidelines and putting the safety of others at risk. The company has since also laid off white-collar office workers who voiced concerns about their roughly one million colleagues working in Amazon warehouses. 
Mr. Bray has contributed to the development of several well-used technology standards, including the markup language XML. In his note, he said, users, experience, designers... Emily Cunningham and Marin Costa, who were members of an internal climate change activist group, were fired after organising a video call featuring warehouse workers from around the world, including guest activist Naomi Klein. The justifications for the dismissal were laughable. It was clear to any reasonable observer that they were turfed for whistleblowing, Mr Brace said. He also noted the personal loss he would incur as a result of his resignation. What with big tech salaries and share vestings, this will probably cost me over a million dollars, not to mention the best job I've ever had, working with awfully good people, he said, so I'm pretty blue. Christy Hoffman, General Secretary of the International Federation UNI Global Union, said criticism of Amazon's treatment of workers in its fulfilment centres was affecting its ability to retain tech talents. Many people came to Amazon to work the world to make the world a better place. And now you see top leaders saying that the company does not share that mission, she said. Amazon chief executive Jeff Bezos, among the richest people in the world, was on Friday called to testify before the US House of Representative Judiciary Committee after claims that his company had misled Congress over whether it uses data from third-party sellers to promote and sell their own goods. In his resignation letter, Mr Bray contrasted the working conditions between warehouse workers who are getting weaker with mass unemployment and job-linked health insurance in the US and employees working at Amazon offices. Amazon Web Services, he said, was a different story. Its workers have power. The average pay is very high and anyone who's unhappy can walk across the street and get another job paying the same or better. Well, good on you, Mr. Bray. Um, it was a, it's a good, good feel-good story. And, uh, um, yeah, withdrawing our labour um, through whatever means is, is, um, is the way to go. And uh, what if every top engineer said, no, I'm not going to work for Amazon Web Services? Well, it would be solidarity. That's what it would be. And uh, the bosses would quickly um, uh, adhere to their claims. All right, so uh, some, um, you know, a, a bit of a highlight of, of, a, of a terrible, terrible plight for uh, Amazon workers over there. Um, biggest, one of the biggest companies in the world making a fortune off the backs of uh, unsafe and exploited workers. Um, But uh, they'll always be highlighted here on Workers' Power. You can rest assured uh, where there's a story to be found, we will be looking. Right, oh, I better get on to some some more tracks and and then we'll come back and it's, uh, yeah, we're we're on to, um, we're going to move on to... um, the Scallywag of the Week. Now, I'm going to uh, play a track now. I'll sneak this one in from um, from the uh, our album of the week. Every week, our new our new uh, release department uh, work through um, new releases. You can find that on uh, 4ZZZ.org. 
releases. And uh, each week they select an album of the week. I go in and, and check it out. Most weeks it's very much suited to our show, so we give it a plug. Um, but uh, this week's 4ZZZ uh, album of the week is uh, by RVG. Not sure on the title. The title track of this song is Asteroid. But check them out. And I noticed that they've actually got a support for uh, with Faith No More. Which um, always goes del- down well in, in my house out at Ipswich, uh, as I've got a very uh, a rabid uh, Faith No More fan out there. Right, so uh, yeah, here's uh, RVG on uh, Workers Power for Triple Z. Head now, I got the head spin, stir me in the center. Try to 
the town A one-way ticket to begin a burnout I hate this, I'm a social smoker So give me the head spins I got the night off, yeah, that's wasted Let's get faded again to a basic Doesn't need to complicate it My false reality is slowly taking over Welcome back to Workers' Power for Triple Z, 102.1 FM. Uh, the time is 11.46am. You're listening to Bill and I just played uh, Asteroid from our album of the, uh, the uh, for Triple Z album of the week, RVG, from RVG. And um, just then you heard uh, a great track for, called Nicotine by Psycho. Um, so, yeah, that's... Uh, uh, that's the music now. I'm going to move on to a scallywag of the week. Now, this this is very contentious. Uh, this one this week, uh, there was a bit of discussion late last night and um, uh, about this scallywag um, because um, it's a union. Now, 
Oh, we we normally with this uh, union we normally don't hold back on uh, on um, letting everyone know when they're up to no good and when they are behaving like you know. Uh, uh, but scallywag of the week is a big step. So uh, the 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 team. That being said. Uh, I was quite. I was because I, you know, I work in in that section in direct competition to this scallywag. Um, I thought let's err on the side of caution, but the team was adamant that the SDA wins the scallywag of the week. Um, so here we go. The SDA is teaming up with the AI group to attack the rights of fast food workers. Once again, attempting to bring about a change that was fought against by RAFU and rejected by the Fair Work Commission in 2019. The SDA and AIG are attempting to casualise part-time work, scrap overtime pay and allow employers to force employees to take their annual leave, putting many workers in a precarious position. These charges specifically target visa workers who are unable to access JobKeeper for attacking the rights of fast food workers and the impersonation of a union the sda wins the four triple z workers power scallywag of the week deservedly so too comrades uh, this and and they rushed it through late on friday trying to um submissions are due um lunch today all being rushed through by the ai group and sda um, to uh, and th- 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 this is primarily to 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 help out McDonald's and Domino's, who both are, are paid under the award at the moment, and these changes will adversely affect already um, some would argue exploited workers. Um, so yeah, that's a big call by us here, but uh, the team have spoken. Um, I always stand by the team and. Uh, um, yeah, the SDA and then all those who, who who at the upper escalon, not the rank and file, because this is definitely not a rank and file. Uh, um, uh, you know, I can't see rank and file uh, voting on this. Like many things at the SDA, that you don't, they, rank and file don't get a vote. Um, so you know, all the leaders of the SDA, you scallywags, and all the other leaders of the union movement who continue to support the SDA. Well, you get a runner-up scallywag. So there, that's the scallywag of the week. Um, we'll, we'll go to a track uh, and um, be back to, to close our show out. So, uh, yeah, um, yeah, here we go. You're on Workers' Power for Triple Z. on the lawn Screaming easy Take 
and welcome back to Workers Power for Triple Z 102.1 FM. And the time is 11.53 a.m. and you're with Bill and I just played um, uh, uh, Violent Soho, local favourites and their uh, new track from their new album, Easy. Righto, well that's that's the show for us uh, today, comrades. And uh, um, yeah, so uh, <laughs> um, I'll... I, just as a, uh, a cap up, um, I, I wanted to, uh, or, we, or we wanted to say thank you to all our listeners for tuning in and subscribing to 4 Z during April Atonement. Your support means the world. If you missed out, you can still donate or subscribe at any time on the website at 4ZZZ.org.au forward slash support. Be a subscriber. It's the, you know, the best, as we always say here, the best radio station in the world. Um, it gives you, you know, it gives a, a communities a voice. It's given the union community a voice um, on the radio. Um, so, yeah, and uh, it's, it's the way to go. It's a, it's a way to uh, feel good about yourself. And, 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 uh, and Brisbane, um, we... Uh, uh, we have uh, plenty of things that we do that it's um, uh, for local content, like I today. And just just for your, uh, I've, I've got to add those two in, but I am well in excess of fifty percent local content. I think no, yeah, about very close to fifty percent local content. That's what we play on here. It's been a challenge. I've, uh, uh, we, we could have got an exemption here on Workers' Power, but no, solidarity. We want to do what, uh, what the station does and provide uh, listeners um, with what's happening in the world. Um, and uh, so every week I, I get on there and I find um, some uh, uh, new, new content, new and local content um, that is uh, that that workers' power listeners. Oh well, I feel that workers' power listeners would like and appreciate. So that's the show. Stick around because there's some exciting stuff happening with uh, uh, with Brisbane Lines. Now there's a bulletin back. I think the uh, the the work experience has, has started back up again. So you're going to. Um, you're going to get some uh, some great uh, news uh, from the team, you know, the the, uh, uh, the news team. Another reason to be a subscriber here at Four Triple Z to support uh, young and up and coming journalists um, who uh, are, um, you know who, who we uh, help out here. I love, I miss them. I miss everyone here in in the uh, in the studio, comrade. I, I hope you aren't getting bored um, of just being me. Um, we're working with technologies, um, but once again, we're, we're, we're just volunteers and it's, it's hard to find the time, but we're all working very, very hard to keep, keep the, uh, keep the rate, keep 4 Z going and keep workers power, um, keep, keep you informed of workers standing up and fighting back around the world. Um, well, I've got one more track to go. I've, I've got to uh, fill in a little bit of time so that we can go to the Bulletin exact on time. We want some good radio. Uh, we've been around for a year now, so we should be uh, getting a little bit better at it. And that's the show for 4 Triple Z for Workers' Power. Uh, we'll uh, see you next Tuesday and uh, stay safe and uh, um, be happy.
Look after your ass, give my feet, I hope. 